What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Brittany Daniel. Okay, y'all. So I was gone for about a week from YouTube podcasting. I actually recorded this podcast in the Bay Area while things were going on, but it was too much going on. There was a man in the courtyard. He was talking. He was loud. He was in the way. So I was like, you know what? Let me just go ahead and upload for my people when I'm home. So last week was crazy. I'm going to give you guys a rundown without giving y'all too much detail. But my grandfather, I'll I'll say this, dementia runs in my family. And my great grandmother suffered from dementia. And if you don't know what dementia is, dementia is something that can be hereditary, that is passed down through genetics. That's what hereditary means. (laughs) But it's when you lose your memory, you start going back in time, you start forgetting things. And this can come in phases, this can be a plethora of stuff and stress makes it worse. It heightens. And um, as my grandfather is getting older, his mother had dementia, and we're starting to see, you know, and he's starting to notice too, that he's losing his memory. So certain things happened, which again, I won't get into too much detail. And I had to go see about my grandfather. Um, Luckily, I work from home. Luckily, it's really easy for me to travel. That's why as much as the pandemic sucked, it really did change how we're able to live our lives. And I'm so thankful for that because working from home was like really not a thing before 2020. And now it's it's an option. And I work from home, and so I'm able to, you know, help out and take care of things. You know, my mother couldn't fly. My aunt, you know, has a a child that's graduating high school. So I was the one who was able to make moves. However, what this taught me is my family is dope. Everybody played a role in ensuring that my grandfather was okay. I was the one who went out there physically but my aunt helped out in so many ways. My mom helped out in so many ways. My grandmother helped out. I stayed with her. I used her car while I was in the Bay. I went home. It's so beautiful there. And I just, my family is just so dope. So in times like this, in times where you have a lot of uncertainty, things are happening, the best thing you can do is stay positive and ensure that you are thinking things straight. So I I fast forward a little bit. So let me go back. So going out to the Bay Area, I'm originally from Oakland, California. That's where I was born. That's where I was raised majority of my life. So anytime I get to go back home, like I call that place home, like Houston will always have a place in my heart. I graduated high school there. I went to college 45 minutes outside of Houston, PVAMU, you already know the best HBCU ever, 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 ever in America, in the world. So Houston is a home to me, but there's nothing like the Bay Area. First of all, shout out to the Dubs, shout out to the Warriors, shout out to the Warriors because we came back, Sack thought they had it, but they don't. There's nothing like the Bay Area. There's nothing like growing up in the Bay. And I feel like the Bay is stuck in the 9-9 and the 2, which I'm okay with that. 
the 99 and the 2000s era because we still rep the same music, the same dances. Like the Bay Area is like in a time warp physically and mentally, which for me is dope because when I go home, it's nostalgic. It's I get to relive my childhood. But another thing that I'm noticing is the Bay Area is super old. A lot of the buildings are old. A lot of the you know, where people live or old, like there's some new stuff. Don't get me wrong, but the Bay is very congested. It's very expensive and it's hard to upgrade such an iconic city. So I feel like it's a little stuck in the past, but for my nostalgic purposes, it works. Okay. It just, it does what it needs to do for me. So I got to go home. I got to spend a lot of time with my grandfather, which I never really did before. Like my grandfather always treated me like a little girl. The little girl that he knew as a little girl (laughs) is kind of how he treated me my entire life until now. And don't get me wrong, my grandfather, hands down, I was so blessed. The best grandfather in the entire world. One of the things that I remember the most as a little girl is my grandfather would pick me up from daycare and he used to have like this 70 something, 80 something Mercedes. It was white. It was a two seater. It had peanut butter seats. It was just clean. And some days he would pick me up in this beautiful car, which made me feel like a princess. And he would give me like seven choices every time he picked me up, never failed. He never once told me he didn't feel like it. He never once told me he was too tired, but he would pick me up and I would get options. So one of my options would be like McDonald's, Burger King. I could go to the slushy shop. I could go to the gas station and get candy. I can go. There were other options. I don't remember because I always picked like the same, the same ones. But every single time, every time, and he would always take me to the movies like he was the best grandfather ever. He was never on no weird, creepy, like he was the best. Although I did not grow up with my father, he was like, I I didn't need a like hands down best grandfather award goes to my grandfather. Right. So he's treated me like a little girl this most of my life, same demeanor, same, you know, (laughs) real short to the point, but I can tell that he got to see me as a woman. He got to see me help him handle business. We got to learn each other more. Like I asked him really profound questions. If you guys still have, if you're blessed to still have your grandparents in your life, regardless if you get along with them or not, you should ask them really deep thought provoking conversation, like questions like, What was your childhood like? What do you remember now that I'm this age? I'm 30. Like I told my grandpa, I'm 34. What advice do you have for me? How did you keep your wealth? Um, I've always asked my, my grandparents really thoughtful questions. Like I really wanted to learn who they are because when you learn who your family is, you make so much more sense of yourself. The more I get to learn my people, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's where I get that from. I thought I got my hustle from my dad. A part of that is true. I get my corporate corporate ladder hustle, business strategy, um, stocks. 
I get all of that from my grandfather, my paternal grandfather. And so when you are blessed to have people in your life that you can learn from, that created you, like if he wouldn't have created my mother with my grandmother, I wouldn't be here. You know what I mean? Like it gets really deep when you think about it. And duh, we know we are very clear, right? On how relatives work. We're very clear, like, oh, our parents had us, our grandparents had our parents. Like we, we get that. But if you truly think, if you truly think about like lineage and freaking DNA, if he wouldn't have procreated with my grandmother when they did and had my mother when they did and my mother procreated with my father, like I would not be here. It's crazy if you really sit there and think how we all come from sperm and an egg at perfect timing, you know, a lot of things. Um, I asked my grandfather about marriage. I asked him about just his life and we got to spend a lot of quality time together. I actually miss him so much. And he called me yesterday, which he never calls. I always called him. He was very old school like that, but he's starting to call me. I need to call him today. Like our bond got so much deeper. He trusts me so much. Um, I'm really appreciative of the relationship that I've, I've been able to have and that I still have because it got really scary not knowing if he was okay, not knowing what state he was in, not knowing if his financial situation was okay. Thank God it is okay. Thank God I, he was still alive and I was able to, you know, help him access certain things and help out my family and, and so on and so forth. Now, here's the thing that I learned when it comes to taking care of family business. And I'm saying this to you guys, but I'm also saying it to myself. You know how this works, right? Anytime I learn something, I'm choosing to share it with you all. Now, I looked at my analytics and I didn't know I had some, you know, Tanzanian stars rocking with me. So shout out to Tanzania. Shout out to everybody globally, Jamaica. Um, I didn't even realize how many of y'all listen to me around the world. Like I got a little group in Jamaica. I got some folks in Singapore, which is crazy. I got some folks in the UK that listen to this podcast. I got folks in Tanzania, Canada, India, Kenya, Nigeria, man, shout out to y'all. South Africa, the Netherlands, Australia, like France, the Philippines, crazy, crazy. So thank y'all. All of y'all who who come and 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 listen and tune in, and I know that a lot of my um, a lot of my talking points are very American. So if you ever feel left out, I do apologize. But this is the only experience that I know and I have, and I can't wait to travel the world to have more and to have my eyes opened and all of that. But what I will say is, if you are an American citizen. Every single person needs a trust. If you have assets, meaning a house, stocks, savings, checking, any type of asset, money, um, foreign currency, gold, silver, anything that you've worked hard to obtain needs to be in a trust. The reason being is it takes hell and hot water to get access to things if you don't have power of attorney, if you don't have a trust in place. Not only does a trust protect your assets, it gives your family 
um, what is it called? Directives of what, what you want if something happens to you, right? If you, God forbid, something happens to you and you get into the hospital and you go into a vegetable state, do you want to be revived? Do you want to be buried? Do you want to be cremated? Everybody has so many different spiritual practices and so many different things that they, they believe in. You want to make sure that that is protected for yourself. You want to make sure that you are doing everything necessary to ensure you are protected, ensure you get what you want and your assets go to where they need to go. A will is cool, but it's not enough. A will is just instructions, right? We've always heard, oh, get a will, get a will. A will is just instructions on where your stuff goes. A trust protects your home. And it's the same thing like an LLC. Like if you get sued in your home and, and, and all your assets are in a trust, then they can't sue the trust. They can only sue you. So a trust is actually better than an LLC. Um, it takes a little time establishing. It's a little painful. But once it's done and it's notarized, it's done. You know, burial instructions, how you want your home to be divvied, what, what you know, everything is important. Also writing down, um, you know, your advanced directives for medical. What do you like? It's in your, if it's in your trust, great. But if not, what do you want to happen? Do you want to be revived? Like revive me. Okay. You see me going, get out those little things that you put on the chest that you see in the movies. Revive me. Leave me for about a couple weeks. And if I don't come back, you know, then you let me go. But don't be pulling the plug all quick on me now. Like, give me some time. But all of those things are very important to know. Are you an organ donor? Do you want it? Like, what do you want? And although we feel like, oh, we're young, we have so much time. What about your parents? What about your grandparents? One thing that this has taught me is time goes by so fast. My grandparents kept saying, oh my gosh, time is going by so fast. You know, and only, I'm only 34. 34 years ago, my grandparents were in their prime, okay? Looks-wise, health-wise, everything. Time waits for nobody. It's going to pass. So you might as well face the, face the inevitable, because the truth of the matter is nobody knows how long we have. You know, I'm so thankful I've had my grandparents as long as I've had. But the older I get, the more the inevitable is staring me in my face that they're not going to be here forever. I might not be here forever. You know, everybody's going to exit this planet, this life one way. <laughs> it ain't nothing guaranteed but that. OK, the love of God and your death. So because we know for a fact that it is a guaranteed that it's going to happen, we might as well prepare for it. We might as well have life insurance set up. We might as well have the things that we need so we can leave behind generational wealth. And that's how you do it. That's how you protect it. Of course, invest your money. Of course, manage your money. This has shown me so much on money management, what I should be spending my money on. Like this whole trip was something I didn't know I needed. This trip taught me so much about perspective, about God, about being thankful because this could have been a very stressful trip for me, but I, I leaned in and I took it one step at a time. And I was so, I was so positive and just trying to embrace and bask in all the moments of spending time with my grandparents, 
you know, um, being in California, getting to see my family, being able to see some childhood friends. I didn't get to visit everybody the way I wanted to, but it was still a great trip nonetheless. So if you, it doesn't matter what's going on or what country you're in, start thinking about death. There's a verse in the Bible, I believe it's in Proverbs, that talks about how, how wise people contemplate death. And I'm paraphrasing, so you got to find it. It's in Proverbs. But a wise person contemplates death because it's the one thing in life that's guaranteed, you know, and you don't know when it's going to happen. So instead of fearing it, instead of being scared of it, lean in, be like, hey, it's going to happen. So let me make sure I'm set up and I set my family up so that they can be okay. Because I didn't do all this hard work for nothing. I didn't do all of this work for my money and my assets to go to the state of Georgia. And if you're an American, that's what happens when you don't have beneficiaries set up on your bank accounts. Oh, please do that. You can do that right online. Tie beneficiaries to your account. So if something happens to you, they can get access. Um, write down all of your passwords. And even if you have to reset them all, because I'm probably going to have to do that because I have a million, you know, none of my passwords are the same. You know, set things up so people can have access, because if not, it will take them hell and hot water to get your stuff handled, to get your stuff squared away, going through paperwork and you know, a lot of us have paperless billing. So everything goes to our emails. So if the emails are locked, you see what I mean? You see how this can be a very stressful situation very quickly if we don't have our affairs in order. And when your affairs are in order, it just gives your whole family like a woosah. So I have a lot of work to do personally. I wish I was a lawyer so I could help more people do this. But this is something that I'm going to be talking about heavily moving forward. This new chapter is just preparing, you know, making sure that you're good, making sure that your family is good. This is how you leave generational wealth. This is how you set your family up for success. There's nothing worse than mourning and trying to figure out how to pay for things or somebody coming out of pocket. Now, cousin Keisha needs to be paid back by da, 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 da. You see how you see what I mean? You see how that can be annoying and that can, that can be very drastic and, and crazy. So. As much as you can, prepare. Put a trust together. Make sure beneficiary, beneficiaries are set up on your, your accounts, which I need to do right now, and all of the above. Make sure you have an advanced directive for your medical. Make sure it's stamped and notarized and, and save a file and give a file to somebody else because if people don't know who you filed with, it doesn't matter if it's out there. It may not come to you. So I hope that helped. I hope that, you know, this gives somebody some insight. I'm so blessed and so thankful for the family that I have. God is truly, 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 truly good and truly working in my life in so many amazing ways. So always keep a positive perspective, no matter what you're going through, it could always be worse. And there's always a silver lining or something positive that can come out of any situation. I'm so thankful that my grandfather was okay. I'm so thankful that I have the family that I have, but it, it could have went left if things wouldn't have been in place, if he would have passed, if something, you know. So I'm just thankful that we 
had the opportunities of coming together the way we did. And I'm very thankful. So I pray that you guys are okay. I pray that you guys are blessed. I pray that you guys tune in, subscribe. You guys leave reviews. If you, I've seen a lot of you guys are listening on Apple Music. Come on, give your girl some reviews. I would love to see those five stars. I would love to like review them and shout y'all out. And if you do leave a review, please DM me on Instagram at BrittanyTheHost.com or you can send me an email at BrittanyTheHost at gmail.com and maybe I'll start answering questions or, you know, I want to shout you guys out and connect with the podcast people because I know that last year was morning motivation. So if you tuned in, then you, you, you got those, you got those shout outs, but you know, not everybody tunes into my YouTube channel. So I would love to talk to y'all, love to shout y'all out, love all of that. Okay. I will catch you guys in the next one. Peace y'all.